Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. You know who I am. I know who you are. You're the best in the world, and I'm an idiot that just talks to you sometimes on Sundays if you're not doing cooler things. <laughs> that's who I am, and that's who I'll always be. Uh, yeah, we got another Sunday edition of The Signal Fire today to read into your ears whilst you make your coffee or tea or drive somewhere or eat pancakes or I don't know what you do. I have no idea what you do. Uh, but whatever you're doing, I hope it's cool, uh, and I hope I help it. Today is an extremely personal um, signal fire. It's one of the most personal, I think, that I've ever done in my life, because I'm telling you things that I don't tell most other people. Why? Because you deserve it. That's why. Today's is called To the Moon Raise Them. Hold on, I have to put my headphones on. There we go. Wait, nope, that's backwards. Can you hear me fumbling? There we go. Now I've got them. Anyway, today's is called To the Moon Raise Them. And like I said, it's one of the more personal ones I've ever written, which they're all personal, but this one just kind of feels a little different. Uh, And you'll understand why. As always, there is a photograph that accompanies this little signal fire. And today it is a painting by Brianna Ashby. And I wanted to buy a print of this, and but I don't know how to. I tried going to their site, but it didn't seem like it was working. <sighs> Brianna Ashby, if you're listening, I want to buy a print of this. Anyway, it's a print of Joe versus the volcano. And it's the it's my favorite scene where he's raising his arms to the moon. And I love it so much it hurts. But let's get into this because this is a good one. This is called To the Moon Raise Them. And I really hope you like this one because... I threw a lot of me into it, and uh, yeah. So yeah, to the moon raised them on the 26th day of the second month of the 2023rd year since we started calling it AD. (laughs) Ugh, these are bad. Anyway, here we go. If I told you that a 1990s romantic comedy starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, who plays three different characters, saved my life, would you believe me? Would you actually believe me? If I told you that movie, Joe vs. the Volcano, was my favorite movie of all time, that it was deeper, more complex than anyone gives it credit for, that it was a fairy tale at its heart, and that everyone misunderstands it and misses the stunning symbolism and intricacy, would you think me crazier than before? Probably yes to all of these. Probably very much so. Still, I say this proudly, and I say it anyone or to anyone who is willing to listen. I say it as often as I can, because I think there is something magic about this film that gets lost. Something that got overlooked even when it was released, just as another in a long line of Tom Hanks comedic vehicles. Or even in the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan quadruple. 
Okay, no one saw Ithaca, so you can call it a trilogy if you want. Joe vs. Volcano, Sleepless in Seattle, and You've Got Mail. Classics, the lot. It got overlooked because this film didn't fit into any specific box. Too quirky to be a normal rom-com, too fantastical to be mainstream, too silly at times to be taken seriously. Tragic, this, as those who bypassed it and shuffled it under the large carpet of forgotten cinema are missing something filled with more heart, more sorrow, more truth, more inspiration than they would ever believe. I have long said this to deaf ears, had people laugh when I told them that I have multiple tattoos to honor it, and had people think I'm telling a joke with some far-off punchline when I try to explain that it saved my life. Validation finally came when I found out that Roger Ebert was also a lover of this film. I read his review from a 1990s, I think it was a magazine, a million times, weirdly getting teary-eyed, and even remembering this one quote about the film that resonated. He said, At night, in those corners of our minds we deny by day, magical things can happen in the moon shadows. And if they can't, A, they should, and B, we should anyways always act and if act if in any event act as if they can. I love that. My goodness gravy, yes, they should. And we should always act as if they can. This is where my life got saved. Precisely here. And if you'll afford me a moment, I can explain. I'm going to get a bit personal and tell you all things I've not told many people. Because as public as my thoughts are, my innards stay pretty private. Here goes. <clears throat> I was sick for a very long, long time. Undiagnosed autistic, stomach problems from undiagnosed food allergies and intolerances, as well as IBS. If you've seen the movie, you'll understand this. If you've not yet, please do. But I felt, honestly, like Joe. Every day I felt sick, unable to do anything I knew I wanted to do. I felt trapped in a life, in a body that didn't work. I felt like there just wasn't anything I could fix, anything I could point at and say, this, right here. There's a scene where Joe says he doesn't feel good, and he's asked what's wrong, and the desperation in which he says, I don't know, I don't know, hits me so hard because I have been him. I've been there, out of words and out of explanations and unable to articulate it. To be completely honest, to be transparent as fresh, clean glass. I didn't get the point of anything, of continuing on. I don't think I ever had concrete thoughts of suicide, never actual had plans or even intense leanings towards that. But I did give up, in a million ways. There was a stretch of years where I couldn't even make it to the grocery store, too sick and anxious of getting sick to even leave the house for anything longer than two minutes. I stayed in, to the tune of this fact. From my first day of sophomore year in college until I graduated, I went only to class, actually on campus, long enough to turn in papers and take the exams. I worked out deals with my professors to facilitate my inability to physically be in school. I worked out deals with everyone to continue living the way I thought I'd always have to live. I threw away my dreams of travel, convinced myself I didn't need to see the world, the world didn't need to see me. This is it, this humdrum gray existence in a life I didn't care about, abandonment in muted tones. Then I found Joe, and I found his volcano, 
and I found the little theme from the little lamp he plugged in and turned on on his depressing desk. I think I watched that movie every single night for a year when I found it, every night to fall asleep, and I can recite it verbatim from any point. Not long after that, I started trying again. I started pushing myself through every bit of discomfort and agony. I started trying again. In the middle of the worst bout of anxiety and illness, I booked a plane ticket to New Zealand with two friends, and with only the single plan that we were borrowing a friend's SUV for three months, I went. I lived. Color returned to this life. Life returned to this soul. There is a scene, and the painting above is such a beautiful rendition of it, where Joe, near death from dehydration and exposure, sees the moon rise over the deep black of the midnight South Pacific. And here, at the moment where he surrenders his fear of dying, of sickness, of the great big everything, he says a prayer to the thing that has no name. And instead of asking for a single thing, for salvation, for rescue, he just offers gratitude. Thank you for my life, he says. I forgot how big. I too forgot how big. I forgot how massive this life is, how gigantic it can, and as Ebert said, should feel. Life is a fairy tale. Anyone who says otherwise is a cynic. And that's not to say it's all roses and fantastical moments. No. It's to say there's a beautiful and magic arc for all of us, but it doesn't come free. There will be moments we have to be brave, be bold, choose to go on adventure, risk the darkness, and refuse to give in to the gray and soul-crushing lower middle. We must fight through our own brain clouds, our own fears, and jump anyway. One of my tattoos for JV the V, yeah, we're on abbreviation basis, is split between my two shins facing forward. On the right, it says we'll jump, and on the left, it says we'll see. Here, here's where the movie's brilliance and power and ethos and the reason why it's still my most treasured piece of cinema truly hits home. We never know. Like Meg Ryan's character Patricia says, Joe, nobody knows anything. We'll take this leap and we'll see. We'll jump and we'll see. That's life. We'll jump and we'll see. That's life. I hope you jump. I know you'll see. And if you're lost, alone, and simply surviving in a world of muted tones, fluorescent lights, bosses you loathe, and feelings of dread you can't quite shake, I hope you find some piece of art, of film, of music, of poetry, that reminds you of the life that exists right beyond that leap, right on the other side of the lightning bolt that will sink the ship of you. Hell, find this one if you've nothing else. Play this silly, beautiful film every night for as long as it takes you to remind you. Live a life worth thanking the moon for, worth standing up with arms raised in the darkness, through exhaustion and on the edge of death, only to offer gratitude for, asking for nothing. <sighs> Sorry, <clears throat> I got a little emotional at the end there. Um, the haiku is, To the moon raise them, your tired arms in the dark. Thank it for your life. Ah, <sighs> uh, man. Yeah, so I don't want to say much more about that. If you haven't seen the film, please do. Um, yeah, I love you all, and I hope you jump. I will see you again next week. Oh, 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 oh.
this beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.